0: Hi and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and the biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran Confessions. Today, Pastor Jason Good and Pastor Brett Lowe, and myself begin our discussion on Article 10 of the Augsburg Confession on Holy Communion.
1: Welcome to the Being Lutheran Podcast. I am Pastor Brett Bowe, and I'm joined by my friends... Pastor Jason Goodham. And Pastor Brian Rickey. All right, we're back in studio for a, a fresh set of episodes.
2: We're, we're back in studio for a fresh set of episodes on a topic we've covered ad nauseum yeah. before. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> There's one other thing, same problem we run into, uh, quote, scare quote, problem we ran into with baptism is that if you want the real meat and potato content of what we're going to be talking about with Holy Communion, I uh, really encourage you to go back uh, and review those episodes. Mm-hmm. What if they're in, vegan? Uh, <laughs> unholy <Just kidding>. communion. <laughs> what you said, meat and potatoes. Oh, okay. Oh, I was right. like, <laughs> I don't think the elements impact vegan at all.
0: <laughs> I'm just being silly.
2: No, no. Uh, and and really encourage you, especially to find those episodes we did with Pastor Brady Finnern. Uh, talking about the differences between AFLC that was good. and yep. Lutheran Church, Missouri, Missouri Synod. Synod. Perspectives yep. on it. Brady uh, Brady did an excellent job. And you know what? We I'm going to take full credit for this, and I'll tell Brady I'm doing it. We launched his radio career. Uh, <laughs> he, he is now the full-time host of a daily one-hour Bible study podcast called Thy Strong Word. Cool. Uh, and he's doing an amazing job. So. Is it up
0: in Saint Cloud then, or do you? Well, know?
2: He, uh, the so it's KFUO, which is the radio station of the LCMs down in Saint Louis, and he does it remotely. He's up in Sartell, Minnesota. That's right. Uh, and so he's got his little studio in his his basement or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Brady's doing. Brady's killing it. So it's it, it's fun to see that that we're just having so much impact on the creator <laughs> right. world. Uh, uh, totally taking credit for that. Yeah, um, and
0: we launched Flames' career. <laughs> yeah, launched, right. yeah. maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> well.
2: you know we're we're responsible for all the Lutheran uh, awesomeness going on in the world today. Yeah,
0: if anything, he might have launched. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, right.
2: given uh, us some
1: listeners. Maybe. I,
2: I've recently heard from probably five or six different people mm-hmm. that. Uh, They started listening to our podcast because they found the Flame interviews So Mm. we we do owe a debt of gratitude to Flame And uh, all the people who have joined the the podcast Hopefully uh, in the not so distant future We will get back to having guests on for those bonus episodes But for now we've got communion And we've we've got a very interesting task ahead of us That we're going to be uh, studying communion from the perspective of this is now our confession Mm -hmm. and so really the content of the catechism was talking about the content of communion and and now it's what is unique to us as lutherans that make us lutheran about the content of communion Mm
1: -hmm. yeah good well let's let's dig into it here we're and we start by talking about the real presence. Yeah, the real presence. Do you want mm-hmm. to pull up, uh, actually, so that we
2: can confess the article, you know, since that's how we normally do it? i got it, if yeah, you want. Know. Yeah, go ahead, Brian's Brian. has got it? Yep. Yeah. All right. Brian, why don't you read Article 10 from the Book of I, Concord? I don't want to- take
1: your job from you, though. Well, I don't you... happen to have it in front of me right at this moment. i to be prepped um, for the yeah, show. Yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> Article 10,
0: The Holy Supper of Our Lord, is, is, as its title, and we are reading from the Book of Concord, Tapper Edition from Concordia Publishing, just to get that out there. <laughs> it is taught among us that the true body and blood of Christ are really present in the supper of our Lord under the form of bread and wine and are... They are distributed and received. The contrary doctrine is therefore rejected. All right, that's it. That's, that's it. it. That's it. That's, that, that's the
1: tweet. That's, the that's, <laughs> the, that's <laughs> the.
2: that's it. That's the tweet. That, that probably is almost two hundred and eighty characters <laughs> right. right there. You can probably get that in one tweet.
0: We can explain it like that. The Augsburg Confession is kind of like the tweet version of yeah. our yeah. Lutheran Confession. Yeah, yeah. Twitter yeah. Hey, that, There you go. That's the difference between Good. the
2: solid declaration and the epitome of the formula. Of Congress. <laughs> 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 yeah, we'll, we'll get there in about thirty-two years. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So we're, we're back on the real presence. And Brett, you want mm-hmm. to do your is means is chant now? Or, yes, or I, I got to get it out of my system a little bit.
1: Uh, and I was trying to actually find the episodes where we talked about the Lord's Supper. It was earlier on, you know, when we were... In the small catechism, I would, but... I think, where we're at,
2: I think baptism ended at one sixteen, somewhere yeah, around there, yep. and so it would be the next twelve or so yeah, episodes yep. after that. So, yep. uh, late one teens and early one. Right. If, if you want to go back,
1: listener, and yeah. listen to that those few podcast episodes, but during those episodes, we often found ourselves saying. Is, means, is. Yeah, is. Is, means, is. Is. is and okay. then Jason
0: would say, for you. For, yeah. for yeah, you. Right. <laughs> we're
2: we're, we're going to get into that, <laughs> right. too. Yeah, the for you aspect of things. But, but really, that sets the table for the big question. Yeah. And, and again, without delving too much into the content, really, I think, clarifies where the Lutherans stand. Uh, so much of American Christianity spends time arguing about how is mm-hmm. Christ present, but okay. Lutherans don't even go there. Uh, the The foundational the question for us is, is Christ present? Mm-hmm. And, and And then we build the argument from there. And so that's the real question, not how is Christ present, but is Christ present? Mm-hmm. And Christ makes it very clear in the words of institution that he is in fact present mm-hmm. in Holy Communion.
1: Yeah. And, and I think even in saying that, we, I, I think, you know, thinking of the American Christians that I've interacted with on this topic, I think we need to cut them a little bit of slack too in going to the how um just as we're patient with them, but we're building this theological foundation um and eventually, I suppose you do get to that uh you know talking about the the how but we we can cut them slack absolutely mm-hmm. because
2: it, the it is the tendency of all of our human nature mm-hmm to want to probe the mysteries of God, right? you know, and, and, and that's kind of what I'm trying to say. I mean, Lutherans are guilty of it from time to time too, but what we want to do is say what scripture says, say as much as scripture says, but then go no farther than what scripture says. I think that's
1: so important to nail down, uh, especially on this topic of thinking about you know for For those that are trying to wrestle with the how they ignore the what the scriptures say uh, about this well yeah it's it,
2: I think from our perspective as Lutherans, what we say is that the the nature of the argument, the starting point isn 't even appropriate, and that 's why mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we 're all all of us who are heirs of the Protestant Reformation from 500 years ago are all sitting at the proverbial table right now, just talking past each other mm-hmm. because the starting point is inadequate. Yeah. You know, it for the Reformed, for the Calvinists, for the Baptists, mm-hmm. they're starting with the how, mm-hmm. and, and Lutherans are arguing against that point by starting from a different spot.
1: Good. Yeah. You know, and, good, and we're good.
2: starting with the is, mm-hmm. that is Christ present? It's a simple yes or no proposition. Right. Is Christ right. present in the supper? Mm-hmm. And what we need to hear, according to Scripture, is yes, Christ is present. We don't need to hear, the, but how? No, 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 no.
0: Is Christ present? Right. This is where maybe the, mm-hmm. our Eastern Orthodox brothers and sisters could speak to us, because they, they see this as a mystery, and of course it is. And um, I, I really like the idea... And you know, and I'm Lutheran, and I ascribe to Lutheran theology, but I do like the idea of letting the mysteries just be the mysteries, mm-hmm. yep. and this is where faith
1: trusts right. in God's word and taking God at His word right. because of the authority of His word. Yep, and the paradox too of of something that. It's hard for our brains to wrap our around. But. Well, yeah, and this is the this is the hard thing, and, and and Lutherans
2: should be ready to admit it. When we receive the elements mm-hmm. of communion, we are actually receiving mm-hmm. bread and wine. Right? Yes. We're not. Yep. We we don't go down the Roman Catholic avenue right. of transubstantiation, transubstantiation. That there Vapal
1: isn't. Bulls <laughs>
2: <indulgences>. <laughs> there isn't a. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. There isn't a physical change in the essence of the elements. Yeah. At the same time. You know, when we describe, you know, our way of interacting with the how, as we call it, the sacramental union, mm-hmm. all that is, is giving a label to the mystery. Mm-hmm. That's all that is, sacramental union. And, and the way I teach this in my church, and uh, we just uh, covered this uh, in the content in the Formula Concord. There's this huge section on Holy Communion in the Formula Concord mm-hmm. at my church, and um, the way sacramental union works is the exact same way that instinct works in the world of science. Mm. Uh, what what I mean by that is, if you talk to a biologist, mm-hmm. we don't have any clue what instinct is, how it operates. We have no idea how a salmon can be born, swim down river, spend its entire life in the ocean, and then swim back the exact up the exact same river and Amazing. spawn yeah. where it was born. We we don't know how it works. But we call it instinct, so it makes it sound like we know how it works. (laughs) Right. Uh, And my former boss has his PhD in biology, and he wouldn't talk about that. The same thing for the sacramental union. We gave it a name Mm. so that we we can say, well, it's not transubstantiation on Mm -hmm. the one hand. It's not merely symbolic on the other hand, Mm -hmm. but it's still a mystery. I think where Lutherans bury themselves in this debate is that we forget in all of these mm-hmm. debates and arguments that all sacramental union
1: is is just giving a name to the mystery. Right. Yeah, good. That's good. Tweet that friends. <laughs> Fired yeah. through the internet,
2: as Ron Gardner would say. Yeah,
1: and I, I think that the reason why we leave it at that is because we go to the key passages of scripture that talk about the Lord's Supper, you know, Matthew twenty-six, Mark fourteen, Luke twenty-two, first Corinthians eleven, and you know, listener This is a great opportunity for you to maybe study this this week as you listen to this episode. Crack open all of those texts, even side by side, and uh, look at what does the scripture actually say in terms of this question of, is Christ really present?
2: And one of the, the more relevatory things from the Lutheran perspective that we should be contributing to this, and I don't remember... Precisely how well we covered this in the Catechism section, mm-hmm. but it's instructive. So, really, and, and and we've talked about this part that when it comes to baptism, mm-hmm. baptism is literally everywhere in Scripture. I mean, especially from a Lutheran perspective, You pull out a verse and we can connect it to There's baptism. There's a little puddle of water there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's baptism. It rained. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but when it comes to communion, we're yeah. we're mostly limited. You have. The symbolic or allegorical value of meals mm-hmm. in the theme of yeah. meals in the Old Testament. You know, so we, we manna, talked about manna. manna and we talked about, should I make you say Mephibosheth, Brian? <laughs> you, want say, you want to go there? <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: We, We'll just like uh, M-Dog. We'll just call him, dog. You know? <laughs> uh,
2: the big M. Uh, we talked about that from nice. the Old Testament. But when it comes to the actual content of Holy Communion, mm-hmm. we're, we're limited to three passages in the synoptic yep. gospels right. and one passage in 1 Corinthians 11. Right. And, and 95% of the material is verbatim same, yeah.
1: identical yep. all the way across the board. If you can pull out one of those... Um so not, yeah, yeah the the, the comparison. comparisons of yeah. the translations side by side yeah but
2: but where lutherans need to highlight in that and and I think we don't necessarily do a good job in our our ecumenical discussions or whatever you want to call it is the lack of confusion from the disciples when Jesus says the words of institution. Mm-hmm. And, and, and this is the element when we're debating the how instead of the is that gets lost in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. The confusion about this topic comes from John 6. Mm. And, and Jesus yeah. says, whoever eats my eats flesh, flesh and drink drinks my blood. Mm-hmm. And several disciples in the larger group of disciples yeah. walk away from Jesus at that point. But none of the gospels... Nor Paul, who received this information supernaturally as he admits to in his writing, express any confusion about Jesus' intent or meaning uh, during the words of institution. when Jesus speaks symbolically, especially in the gospels, there's confusion all over the place you know the 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 great Holy Spirit discourse in john fourteen fifteen and sixteen. Starts from Philip's point of confusion. You know, Jesus says, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me." And and Philip will show us the Father, mm-hmm. and Jesus kind of does one of his Jesus face palms, and and has to correct him, and and Peter uh, tries to rebuke Jesus for wanting to lay down his life, and that's the get thee behind me, Satan. And yep. and Jesus is always. Correcting misunderstandings from the disciples—it's all over the place. Even right before his ascension, the disciples start with, "Now, Lord, at mm-hmm. this time, are you going to restore the kingdom to Israel?" And Jesus, is like, no, that's not the point. But yep. in the words of institution, at the last supper right. on the night Jesus was betrayed,
1: and we feel like I'm at the front of the sanctuary, yeah, yeah, uh, giving the words of institution. Yeah. Jesus says. This
2: is my body. Yes. This is my blood, and the disciples don't say, "Wait, what?" Mm-hmm. Explain this to me. The disciples know, mm-hmm. and, and 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 that's the place Lutherans need to go. And some may argue that it's an argument from silence, but it is precisely the kind of argument from silence we want to be making because it's the absence of
1: objection. Mm-hmm. So when they heard the words that Jesus was saying, you know, they were it was clicking into place for them to a decree to a degree where they they didn't question it the way like oh. a lot of modern, you know, evangelical or American Christians would say, you know, how does that work or what what do you mean by that? Uh, yeah. They they accepted it by faith in that by the way, which, that, that moment in, in the timeline of Christ's life, uh, such a huge well,
2: it's, it's one uh, of those, key It's moment. one of those mini climactic yeah. moments that's building up to the cross, yeah. right? The, the Last yeah. Supper. But, but it's precisely that, com- that context that we have to consider. Yeah. Because not only do you have the whole history of the disciples not getting what Jesus is saying or explaining this parable to us and yeah. all, everything like that, but this is a Passover meal you know th- this is something that's entirely familiar if jesus would have chosen that time to introduce a foreign concept to them they would have objected or they would have said, what are you doing with this because the i mean if you know anyone who's jewish the the passover seder mm-hmm. is an like an automatic experience yes. everyone knows what it's like it's like you know For those of you in your churches have been going for decades to like a Good Friday Tenebrae service, you know exactly what you're getting or your Christmas
1: Eve service. You can see it and smell it by just saying the words. Yeah.
2: You know, that's, I mean, that's how I was grounded in the faith. I I remember one of the exact moments, like as a 12 year old, I realized I had our entire order of worship memorized, (laughs) you know, and like I just could do it in my head. Yeah without looking at the bulletin or anything growing up. And it's just, this is what the Passover mm-hmm. Seder was. It was it was a common, yep. known, important experience. And Jesus changes things up and the disciples' lack mm-hmm. of objection should be highly instructive right. to us. Yeah. Well Go ahead. and even
0: learning from John six, the whole inner exchange of my flesh is true food and my and my blood is true drink and just following that down. And then how many disciples in verse 66 turned back and no longer walked with him. And I think he was even within the Christian church not accepting the word of Christ as what it is. And no, we're not going to ever fully understand everything that Jesus said to the extent of understanding the mystery of how God uses means of grace to deliver his grace to us. The vehicle and the way that it gets there really i don 't know that it 's really that important it 's the fact that it 's there and that God promised it yeah. because there's that exchange, and Jesus turns to the twelve and says, "Do you want to go away as well mm-hmm. you know and simon answered you know he's he made some some impetuous wrong answers, but there's some really <laughs> yeah. there's some great ones, and this is a great one, yeah. and this is how we should respond to this mystery of the real presence, Lord, to whom shall we go?" You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Mm -hmm. And I
2: wonder, and I don't intend this to be unfair, I don't, but I wonder how much of the conflicts and disagreements between the Lutheran Mm -hmm. tradition out of the Reformation and the other Protestant tradition out of the Reformation is simply a matter of placing God's Word— at the level of man's word. And in w- in w- when we interact with men, the race of men, humans, uh, it that communication has to make
0: sense. Or leaving, lifting reason, human reason, yeah, well, to the point where that is what interprets scriptures rather than the Holy Spirit and you know tradition mm-hmm. you know where we start to lift or elevate human reason to the oh, to the place right, where it's right. dangerous yeah it's a two-way street and
2: that's exactly what i'm talking about but what we know from god and his word is that god has the power to do what at whatever he wants with his word mm-hmm. because he's god it's this you know if, if god says let there be light light shows up you know we don't we don't how does that work mm-hmm. it just works because he's god yeah. That's how it works in the means of grace. If God, Jesus Christ, literally says this is my body, then it mm-hmm. is. Yeah,
0: right. And then just all the promises of Christ being present in in the work of the church, where two or more are gathered. As we think about church polity and reconciliation and all of that, you know, we we probably don't question that near to the extent as protestants you know different denominations as much as we do with this one calling it an ordinance when it's not an ordinance calling Mm -hmm. it only the spiritual presence when actually it is Mm -hmm. the mysterious true presence of christ and and again stop taking scripture at its word but never going beyond it but also don't take it for less than what it says either Mm -hmm. no and that's the
1: trick and it's a delicate right. balance. As we wrap up this episode, is this a good time to just give that definition of the, you know, the, the some of the greek implications in that of of the is means yeah, is. Yeah, of the is means is. Yeah, I
2: mean and and we covered a little bit of that in the in the catechism section on mm-hmm. this, but that word the the is isn't used symbolically in Scripture, and he, you know maybe this is the perfect time to to tell everyone to go listen to Flames' latest EP, <laughs> "The Christ for You," because yeah. he does a good job. Uh, il- um, yep. the, it's like the th- fourth track on the album. I forget what it was called, but I mean, he, he talks about the argument arguments about well, then is Christ literally a door? And, and, mm-hmm. and the yeah, language right. isn't functioning in the same way. Mm-hmm. Jesus is using the language in a different way yeah. than saying Christ is literally door. And, and actually, you know, it's a weaker argument, but it's still an argument we can make. Is Christ the door to heaven? Is it yes. It sounds crazy. Is As the, is. Name of the son? is Christ literally the lamb of God? Yes. yes. <laughs> and, 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 and the, and the yeah. strongest line in that EP is, did they literally eat the lamb? Yes, they literally ate the lamb yes, at the did. Passover yeah. meal. Yep. Uh, all of this, y- you have to either isolate it to a level yeah. that ends up being close to intellectually disingenuous mm-hmm. if you're going to argue against mm-hmm. what Scripture says. And and, yeah. and and I don't mean like bad faith disingenuous. I'm not talking about like... Uh, like what Jesus seminar people do with scripture. right? But it's, it's an unhealthy way that what you're doing is itemizing elements of the context and taking them on their own, mm-hmm. isolated from any context, to interact with these arguments. Mm-hmm. And, and what we need to say is, no, this is my body. Mm-hmm. This is my yeah, blood. Right. The issue isn't how but mm-hmm. is, right. and then the purpose of the is is the next place we're going to go in the next episode is it's all about for you.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, yep. that that's where we're left. Yep. And, and you have to wonder, you have to wonder if Christ isn't present mm-hmm. in, with, and under the bread and wine of communion, can it
0: really be for us?
1: Mm-hmm. You know, where's... Yeah, those are connected...
0: Well, and just, yeah, even going back to the Passover, the original Passover meal and how there's, are so connected and mm-hmm.
1: anyway. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. We're, we're seeking to writ these teachings in scripture and show how they're flowing from scripture. And, uh, so thanks for listening today. And, uh, to, you know, catch the second part of this next yep. time, next week. Cliffhanger. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Good. You got a verse, Brian? Yep. 1 Corinthians 11. Thought that'd be appropriate.
0: Verse 23. Paul, of course, is speaking as carried along by the Holy Spirit. For I received from the Lord what also I delivered to you that the lord jesus on the night in which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and he said this is my body which is for you (laughs) do this in remembrance of me Mm -hmm. in the same way he also took the cup and after supper saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me for as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup you proclaim the lord's death until he comes again amen Thank you for joining us. Please look us up on the web at beinglutheran.com. Also invite a friend to check us out on Spotify and iTunes. Please join us next week as we continue our discussion on Article 10 of the Augsburg Confession. God bless you and have a great week.